Coming up next on You Have Real Estate, we're going to tour plenty of different areas of Central Florida. We're going to go downtown, Avalon Park, Altamont Springs, and even Sanford to find your next dream home. Coming up just ahead on You Have Real Estate. Welcome to You Have Real Estate with attorney Justin Clark. Welcome to another edition of You Have Real Estate with me, attorney Justin Clark. Whether you're a first-time home buyer, seasoned investor, or just looking to sell your home, these next 30 minutes are designed for you. Think of it like we're hitting multiple open houses, all from your living room, with my attorney advice throughout the way. If you have any questions whatsoever, give us a call. 407 205 0400. I have people standing by right now to answer your calls. You can also ask me questions directly from my website, www.youhavepower.com. It's y-o-u-havepower.com. I want to talk to those of you right now who are looking to purchase a home. This is a very important decision and probably the largest purchase of your life. First of all, I do think you should find your own real estate agent. I mean, this agent is gonna become like family to you. You're gonna be riding around in their car, spending time looking at seven, 10, 15 houses with them, and literally they're going to be family. They're going to be on your side to protect you. So the first question, my answer is always yes. I do think you should find your own agent to help you buy the property. But number two, and maybe most important, you need to get a pre-approval. Before you ever go out even looking for a property, you need to get a pre-approval letter. Now, I'm not talking about this pre-qualification BS, right? Where you just call your buddy who's the mortgage broker, they send you a letter saying, yeah, you're qualified. This sets up disappointment and lawsuits. You need to get a pre-approval, meaning you need to send your financials to your mortgage lender and actually get a pre-approval so you know that you will qualify to buy the home. So you don't put a contract and then get sued because you can't buy it or, or you lose your deposit or have your family all mad at you because you're not going to qualify for the, the property. So make sure you get a pre-approval. Now, I also want to caution you against this. So we all have our checking account and savings account with some of these big box banks, so to speak. And you just think in your head, well, I already bank with these guys. I might as well get my mortgage through them as well. Be very careful about that because I believe that the big box banks, so to speak, don't necessarily have your best interest at heart. This is just sort of a side business for them and they're not gonna go fight for the lowest possible rate they can get. I really would prefer that you use a local mortgage broker or mortgage lender who has plenty of different, he or she have plenty of different options for you and they're gonna go fight for the, the best price they can possibly get to lower your monthly payment when you go to buy this house. And you know, one of my biggest fears is that your fear is that your credit is not good enough because we all went through this terrible crisis in 2008, 9, 10, 11, 12, and a lot of us have dings against our credit. Well, let me tell you something. FHA will do loans even down to a 500 credit score, and they'll even do a low down payment of 3.5% at a 580 credit score. I can almost guarantee you, if you don't have terrible things going on currently on your credit, that you can generally qualify for a mortgage. The other scary part is this. Have you seen the rental rates out there? I can tell you what they are. The average rental rate, and Phil, you might want to put this on the screen because this is shocking to me. The average rental rate for an apartment in Orlando at 913 square feet is $1,320 per month, $1,320. Do you know what size of a house you can buy for a mortgage payment at $1,320? On average, you're looking at a house of about $250,000. So you can either buy a $250,000 house or go rent an apartment 
that's 913 square feet for your family for the same price. To me, now is the best time to buy. There's no doubt in my mind. If you have any questions, 407-205-0400. I have people standing by right now who can get you pre-qualified to go get that house hunt started today. Very special guest here today, Lisa Hill, Kyle Van Velzen. How are you two? Thanks for being Good, here. Thank awesome. You. So, thank you. You're, so you're both with Keller Williams Winter Park. Is that that's, right? That's correct. correct. So Keller Williams is a, is a pretty big name in the real estate world now. How do they treat you over there? It's actually, it's an awesome company to work for. They, um, they have several things that other brokerages don't have. The technology that we have is amazing. Um, we're rolling out a whole new system that's going to be consumer-based also. Um, we also have a uh, profit share, which a lot of brokerages don't have. So if you're like myself and you're planning that exit strategy, profit share <laughs> uh, can be really yeah. good. <laughs> you have a few more years left. Come on. Well, maybe. Yeah. So l let me ask you two a question about getting a good deal. So I I'm trying to buy a house and I hear all these rumors about short sales or properties that are REO owned or foreclosed on by the bank. Do you think that's a good way to go get a good deal? It can be. I mean, it's, you know, people sometimes look and think, I'm going to get, you know, bottom, bottom dollar for something low, low. They're going to lowball it. I mean, it's still that they have their appraisers that come out there, REOs, they have the short sales, they have people go out there. They're going to try still, I think, to sell at the market, what the market's going for right now. So, I mean, I, I, to me, the deal is more in the interest rate right now. Yeah. Right. I, I, I really, really do. I mean, I think, I mean, I look at my mom and my dad, 13% interest rate back in the day Absolutely. with their house. So go out for it. Yeah. Do an REO, do a short sale. Don't be scared about it. If you're a home buyer, the term short sale or purchasing a short sale is a, a bit of a misnomer. Mm -hmm. We actually call them long sales in long our sales. office because they take yeah. a lot of time. Do they not, Lisa? Well, you know what I always say, Justin, is there's nothing short about a short sale <laughs> other than the funds to pay off the mortgage. There you go. That, that's exactly <laughs> and, right. And, you know, I have dealt with short sales that have taken two years. And to I get just approved. dealt with a short sale that took four months. Oh, really? So well, the paperwork was in. The, the seller was willing to do what they needed to do. They got their financials together, worked with the bank, talked with them, wasn't scared to talk with them, and it closed in four months. Gotcha. What do you find on average a short sale taking these days? I would say anywhere from probably 90 days to maybe mm -hmm. 180. Got it. Um, yeah. Because I think the banks got smart. In the very beginning when short sales occurred, mm -hmm. they had no clue what they were doing. And I think that they've streamlined the process and now they have more of a, an idea of what, what they want and when they need it. And you know, as long as the, uh, the seller is cooperative, I think it can go pretty quickly. Yeah. I mean, if you're looking to buy a house and this is going to be your, your primary home, short sale could be the way to go for you, but you have to understand it's going to probably take three to six months at least before you're going to be able to move into that house. Now, in the, in the real estate legal world, we always tell people never to move in or rent prior to the actual closing. With short sales, maybe a little different or no? I would say no. Mm -hmm. And the only reason being is, you know, the bank is your third party. And so if there is a problem and you don't get, you know, to closing, right. then you know as an attorney, then what, what <laughs> happens, happens, you know? 
So let's go to the listing side a little bit. Let, let's say that I am ready to sell my home. I just uh, I got a job offer in North Carolina. So I've moved my whole family up there, but I've also moved all of my furniture to my new house in North Carolina. I have a vacant home. Mm -hmm. Is that the way to sell my property and to actually show my property or should I do some sort of staging? Well, you know, I say it depends. And right. a lot of times buyers like to walk into a home and have it empty so they can, they vision their things in the home. Um, others like right. to see it. And now, you know, we do have virtual staging. Mm -hmm. So you can actually put furniture in. So on your MLS photos or your website or wherever you put it, it will look furnished. Really? Yeah. Yes. I did not know this. Yes. Virtual, yeah. staging. virtual staging. Mm -hmm. And they just drop furniture in. <laughs> wow. Yeah. But yeah. then again, is that really the, the same feel as someone who's walking in and actually seeing the furniture too, you know? Well, no, but most buyers now, they find their home on the internet. Mm -hmm. And so they're looking at the photos and they're looking at the video and they're, you know, they're not really, right. it's not like the old days where you had to visit every single house. And, you know, a lot of people right. know the house before we even right. take them out. But don't get us wrong. I mean, they still go in and envision where my bed's going to go, where the couch is going to go, will this fit, right. where it's, so they do. And mm -hmm. sometimes a vacant house may be a little better just because they can walk in and go, okay. Yeah. But yeah, we stage. What is a typical fee for staging? You might not know, I don't know. I'm just, I just, I have no earthly idea. What does it cost? Let's say a typical 2,200 square foot house, what are they gonna charge me to stage it? Uh, my guess would be somewhere probably between a thousand to two thousand dollars. And they, they bring in the furniture mm -hmm. and they do all of that. So that would, you know, I think each stager is a little different. But. I do believe though too, they keep it just for like a month or two. It's not a right. long term yes, life a of the listing. So. Yeah, it's a contract, gotcha. right? So when you are listing a house for the first time and you start to, to meet potential buyers as they come in, what do you generally find as the biggest complaints potential buyers have when they first walk into the home? I would say flooring. Um, I just showed one the other day and it was a, you know, $800,000 house and they had four types of flooring in the house, mm -hmm. drove the buyer crazy. They want to see <laughs> uniform flooring throughout. Okay. <laughs> um, I would say ceilings, high to ceilings, um, bathrooms. You know, if it hasn't been updated, if you have avocado green yeah. tubs right. and, you know, right. so those are probably some of the biggest things. I still have a condo downtown for my single days and I'm still waiting on the popcorn ceiling to come back in style. <laughs> Do you ever see that happening or not? Because we haven't I changed it yet. No. Oh, the glitter God. and the uh, sparkles. I would say Terrible. go ahead and change it yes. out. Oh, yes. I would too, Man. for sure. Yeah. Yes. I, fine, I'll finally break down and do it. <laughs> So we're going to take you guys on a tour now here with Lisa Hill and Kyle Van Velzen through downtown Orlando. And then we're going to go out east to Avalon Park, an area that if you don't go out east, you don't know how nice it is out right, there, really. Right, but, yeah. but let's start downtown. This is a building that, that I know. I, I think I was living downtown when it was built. It's at the Solaire. And you guys have some listings there. Tell me about this building. Me too. This building is, it was built in 2007. <clears throat> and uh, we have approximately, I think there's 303 units. Um, right now on the market, we have units from uh, one ones in the low twos all the way to, there is the penthouse that is listed at 1.99 million. Wow. Mm -hmm. It's gorgeous. <laughs> two story. It. It's, it's, it's amazing. two story. It's yes. an amazing unit. Do you ever have any buyers who are looking for a tall building like this who are afraid though of, of having the balcony? 
Because yes. the balconies oh, yes. scare me a little no, bit. They really do. They're scary. Okay. And you know, these <laughs> units have floor to ceiling windows. Right. And they won't even walk up to the window. Yeah. And mm -hmm. I'm like, why are you in a high rise? Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. So, so the one one you have there is about how much would you say? I would say two fifteen to two thirty. Okay. Mm -hmm. So and I mean, you know, a payment of at two fifteen is probably what? Uh, 1300 a month kind of like it. we were right. talking about mm -hmm. before right. now of course you're gonna have the hoa fee on top of it as well yes. mm -hmm. but it's still not a very bad payment for a really great location that's it and you know the hoa fees there include basic cable and internet mm -hmm. and also you just ha you have to look at it. i owned a home i had people take care of my pool i had people take care of everything for me so an hoa hoa fee of 300 to 500 a month is really not that bad when you think about the things that that sure. you get for it do you find a lot of empty nesters now who are moving yes. back yes. downtown <laughs> yes <laughs> we're finding young executives that live there all the way up to i mean yes empty nesters um we've seen families mm -hmm. i've seen babies being born <laughs> at the solaire now i mean families wow so yeah well you know we're in walking distance to the amway right. uh mm -hmm. to dr, dr. phillips, phillips. Uh, you know so it's a great location right. for someone who wants to go to all those events and if you have any questions or would like to see the listings here at the Solaire, call us 407-205-0400. Let's head out east a little bit, out to Avalon Park. Let's see this listing on uh, Canopus Drive. Tell me about this one in Avalon. Yeah, this is my new listing. It's actually um, almost 3,500 square feet. It's a five-bedroom, three-bath. Been completely renovated on the inside. Um, this was an investor that bought it and did a lot of work to it. It has, it's just a high ceilings. Um, it's got a bonus room and a media room. So it's wired for surround sound. Uh, this is just a gorgeous house. Beautiful. What is the list price? It is listed at four twenty nine nine. It's not too bad, really. I mean, we've got it priced to sell because yeah. the investor said, "Let's do it." Tell me a little bit about Avalon Park. Avalon, if you don't know it, is is one of these sort of master plan communities where you can mm -hmm. walk around and you have shops and restaurants and things like that. <clears throat> at, yes, and they have community pools, they have parks, playgrounds, tennis courts, you know, basketball courts, any any kind of activity that you want. Um, in the town center, they have movie nights, they have restaurants. It's just, it's a, a really great family community. How do you find the schools out there? A-rated. Really? Okay, mm -hmm. good deal. So uh, if you are interested in this property out in Avalon Park, 407-205-0400. Lisa Hill. Kyle Van Velsen, yes. thank you both thank for being you. here. You're going to stick around for the real estate roundtable yes. at yes. the end, yes. I hope, right? Yes. yes, we are. Thank you so much for being here. We'll talk to you here in a few minutes. Now, we're also going to have another very special guest today. His name is Scott McCoy. He is with You Have Realty. He's also going to take us on a tour of the Seminole County area. We're going to hit Altamont Springs. We're going to go up to Sanford as well to see some of his properties. I know that Scott's... Uh, a good realtor. He works with a lot of buyers too, I know. And uh, so if, if you are looking to purchase a home, uh, you can always reach out to Scott McCoy. Scott, how are you, sir? Thanks Doing for being great. here. Thanks so, for having me. So you do work with a lot of buyers. Now, mm -hmm. one of the things that we have going on in Orlando is there's a lot of, of new construction. You know, you go into these new neighborhoods and they're just throwing up house after house after house after house. And I get somewhat concerned at times that people can go into these neighborhoods and go to the listing center or whatever, no lawyer, no real estate agent, no real representation at all, and they kind of fall in love with the model home, but there's no one there to represent them. Mm -hmm. While the, you know, the person at the front desk there may be very sweet, and maybe they are even trying to be helpful, 
I do feel like in that situation, you need some sort of representation, whether it's a lawyer, a real estate agent, whatever. How do you feel about that? Do you feel like I should just go into one of these neighborhoods at pre-construction and just sign right there on the dotted line? No, I had a, a buyer call me and say, hey, there's a great deal down here. She's got me all set up. We're ready to buy. We're going to go sign papers tonight. Will you come down with me? So I got down there, and it was nothing of what they had told is him that it was right? going to be. Another thing you need to watch out for <laughs> is when you go into these new neighborhoods, you see the beautiful model home, the contract that they put in front of you that's 200000 is not the model home at all. It doesn't have Builder all the upgrades. Grade. So by the time you get all these upgrades, you're at 300000 You need to be very careful. And my recommendation is you need to take a, a real estate agent that you really trust to represent you through that transaction. Would you agree with me on that, Scott? I would agree with that. All right, good deal. Now, let me ask you a little question about this. So you ever watch the show House Hunters? Mm -hmm. I assume all real estate agents do. Of course. Do. do you ever get annoyed when every single episode they come in and they say, oh, I can see myself having my cup of coffee there. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It drives me nuts. Do, do you find that happening in real life when you're working with buyers and they, they go out to the patio and they say, oh, I could see myself having my cup of coffee here. Does that happen to you? No, I've heard it a, a couple times, <laughs> okay. but for the most part. Look, know, I just wanted to make sure because it happens on every episode of House mm -hmm. Hunters, right? And when you're really helping someone find a property, do you really only show them three, that's it, and they have to decide on one? I wish it was that <laughs> easy. <laughs> what do you find typically when you are working with a buyer? How many properties, and I know it varies, but what's sort of an average of, of houses that you're going to show them before they purchase? Uh, you, actually, you know, I've noticed with houses, I end up showing more. Condos, townhouses tends to be a quicker process, a few more, because there's not much variations between those layouts and those plans, and it's more of what the amenities are within the townhouses and, and condos. Now, the houses, each one is different, so you could show 15, 20. <laughs> plus homes. Gotcha. Describe the relationship that you have as a real estate agent with buyers. I mean, how does that relationship really go? It, it gets pretty close, does it not? It gets very personal because, you know, you're talking finances, you're talking um, families, where who's going to sleep where. It gets very, uh, it becomes a personal relationship between them. And it's almost like at the end, it's almost like you're breaking up, you're done. <laughs> Maybe you'll have some contact with yeah. them just to check on the house, but yeah, it's very personal. What do you find typically when you're working with a buyer to be the most stressful part of the home buying process for people? I think as soon as the offer has been accepted and then you know it's kind of bang, bang, you gotta get the inspection done. Um, and that's always a stressful period because you're not sure what's what's going to come up with that. Um, and, and the first couple of weeks, I feel like are very stressful for them. But then things calm down and and they get more excited about the house. Sometimes I'll see contracts come through and they say as is. What does that really mean? Uh, as is, you know, you're going to get what what's there at the house, but you know, there still is some negotiation after the inspection to have those things replaced. So fixed. do you find now, because you hear rumors about, oh, it's a seller's market, it's impossible to buy a house. Do you find that most people now, let's say the list price is 300000 do you find most of your clients who are making an offer on the property are going to go in at something less, or are they making full price offers? I think it depends on the home and the location. Mm -hmm. um, there are some where you'll list it at 300000 and you'll get multiple offers. There's others where you'll put them on there and you'll get lowball offers. Right. It really depends on, on the location and if it's a good property. But if it's a good property, it's going to go quick. When you're working with a, a client and they come in and let, let's say that you're showing them a house at $300,000, right? And you've done your research. You think it's probably worth two ninety, but your client says, no, no, no. I want to offer two fifty. Let's go in at two fifty. I don't care. Even though you know it's worth more, 
What do you normally tell your client at that point? You know, I'll give them my opinion. I'll show them the market value. I'll give them comps. But at the end of the day, they're the ones that get to make the decision on the offer. Gotcha. All right. So we're going to take a tour of a couple of your listings here. Let's start in Altamont Springs, just up in Seminole County, Ocala. Tell me about this listing, Scott. Um, so this is this is the Sanford property. Okay. So uh, Glen Oak. This is Glen, Glen Oak. Oak. All right. Glen Oak, let's correct. go to let's go to Glen Oak. Sanford's a a community that's really thriving right now. Mm-hmm. A great little downtown that's coming up. Sanford's a great place to live now. Tell me about Glen Oak. So this one's uh, four two, uh, just about under two thousand square feet, listed at three hundred twenty thousand. Quick access to I four. Um, the Seminole Town Center is right there. You can be there in minutes. Um, and with this property and the surrounding ones, it is the um, lowest priced one in that area. Gotcha. Everything else is uh, well over 400000 There's new communities going up there. So this is 320 you said? Mm-hmm. All right, not, not really bad to get into that part of Seminole County. Seminole County is a great area. How do you find the schools in Seminole schools County? Schools are good schools. Mm-hmm. There's an A-rated elementary school close by. Beautiful. That is Glen Oak and Sanford. If you have any questions at all for Scott, give us a call, 407-205-0400. Now let's go just south of Sanford, also in Seminole County, to Altamont Springs. This is Oak Hollow. Where is this again? Oak Hollow's um, just off of 414. Okay. Boy, and now with the um, construction being done to 414, you could be out of this neighborhood and on I-4 within five minutes. You can be also heading out to Disney, um, within 30 minutes, and this is a great property, about 3,500 square feet, just lowered the price to 395,000. Um, great community, lots of amenities, gated community. 395K, how many bedrooms you said? It's a 5-2. Okay, so plenty of space there mm-hmm. for, uh, for 395. And, you know, if you buy a house at, at 400 grand, you're looking at, you know, 2,500 on your mortgage payment or you know, 2,200, something like that. So, you know, it really is affordable. Now, if you were to go rent a house like that, Scott, what, what would you pay for rent for that house? Um, maybe close to three. Yeah, I mean, you're going to pay inevitably more for the same house to rent as opposed to buy. That's why mm-hmm. I keep saying, guys, now is the time to buy. I'm not saying it just to say it. I'm saying it because I believe it. If you watch the show last week, we talked about interest rates, 18% in 1980, mm-hmm. you know? The, the, the price of a mortgage payment was about 4500 for a $200,000 house, whereas now it's 1200 1300 So now is an absolutely fantastic time to buy. 407-205-0400, youhavepower.com. Scott McCoy, thank you for being here. You're going to stick around for the Real Estate Roundtable, right? Yes. And if you have any questions that you would like answered on this show, I have people standing by to take them at 407-205-0400. Who knows? We might even answer your questions next week on the Real Estate Roundtable. Speaking of the Real Estate Roundtable, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for this week's edition of the Real Estate Roundtable. All right, let's go to Susie in Lake Mary. This is for Lisa Hill and Scott McCoy. She says, who pays my closing cost when I sell my home? Lisa Hill. When you sell your home, uh, you may very well get an offer that requests from the buyer that you do pay, you contribute towards their closing costs and prepaids. Uh, You can negotiate that. Uh, It typically is around 3% if they ask for it. Okay, good deal. What about title costs? Who normally pays that? 
title, uh, there's, uh, it's split. Seller pays their, their title fee, and um, as far as the owner's title policy, the seller will provide that to the to the buyer. Scott McCoy, real estate commission, I think it's fairly standard, 6%. Right? Mm -hmm. Who pays that, buyer or seller? Seller. Okay, so the seller is generally going to pay that out of their proceeds from the sale. Mm -hmm. uh, let's go to Rhonda up in Osteen. I'm trying to buy a house, but I hear it's a seller's market. Is now a bad time to buy? Lisa Hill. No. It's never really a bad time to, to buy. However, uh, there, the inventory is lower than it has been, so it, um, it's actually a good time to sell your house. Right. Um, because the inventory is so low, buyers don't have very many options to look at. Scott McCoy? Yeah, because of uh, the price of renting, I would definitely buy a house right now. So let's just really get it out in the open right now. So we do hear that it's a seller's market, but do I really have to go in and offer 20000 above asking price or what? What's going on out there? No. As the real estate agent, what I do is if I have a buyer that's wanting to put an offer in on a house, the first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to call that listing agent. I'm going to kind of feel it out. Do you have offers? You know, what's the situation? If they have multiple offers, maybe we will have to go over. Right. But if there's not, then we just go in with a traditional offer. What do you think, Scott? Yeah, I agree. Um, we'll call, we'll talk with them, see, feel it out. Um, and if there's not multiple offers, you know, we'll come in a little bit lower and see if we can get them a good deal. What do you guys see happening over the summer? Do you think prices are going to continue to increase, stabilize, go down? What's your vision? Well, I think that right now they're even, they're stabilizing right now. Um, what we're seeing is, you know, the, the market's been a little slower um, March, April. Um, there's still a lot of activity going on, but it's not as crazy as it was last summer. Mm -hmm. um, so I think they're going to stabilize. I don't see them declining. And I've had a lot of buyers say to me, well, I'm going to wait until this bubble bursts. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, you might be waiting a long Could time. Could be a bit. <laughs> Could be a minute. I, and this is more of a mortgage question, but you guys deal with people buying houses all the time. Skip and Kissimmee says, how much do I need for a down payment? Um, you know, like you were saying with the FHA, three and a half percent. If you don't want that PMI insurance, then you want to put down your 20 percent. What are you seeing out there, Lisa? I, I think that three and a half for FHA. Um, you have several areas. You know, you have different loan programs. You have USDA, which is 100 percent financing. Mm -hmm. um, you have different things. So I would just say, you know, the best program for you would be talk to your lender and they're going to they're going to guide you the way that you should go. What do you, as a listing agent, mm -hmm. when your, your client has some offers coming in, multiple offers, what right. are you looking for from that pre-approval letter? Are you looking for FHA or is FHA bad? Are you looking for all cash? What are you typically looking for? No, I actually look over everything. I look and I want to see how strong that buyer really is. Mm -hmm. And the first call I'm going to make is to their lender. I'm going to see how much they're putting down, you know, what they're, you know, it's, it's, I always go to the lender first mm -hmm. and I just determine what is the strongest buyer. I just had one the other day that the seller actually took a conventional offer over a cash offer. Oh, really? Shocking. Because she wanted to sell to a family. I the see. cash offer was an investor. Gotcha. Cindy in Orlando says, do I have to sell my current home before buying my dream home? Well, that depends if you have the cash to make both mortgage payments. Um, if you can afford both, then no, you don't have to. And if you can um, get your approval and, and get your mortgage, then 
What do you normally see in that ha in that situation? Well, there is a program, and I don't know that if all lenders provide it, but there's one. It's kind of called the bridge loan. Uh -huh. So if you have a lot of equity in your current home, you can literally buy before you sell. Really. Good yes. deal. Lisa Hill, thank you for being here. Great to meet you today. Thank Scott you. McCoy, good to see you again. Thanks for thank coming you. on. You guys were awesome. Thank a lot you. of great information. And thank you for joining us today for another edition of You Have Real Estate. If you have any questions whatsoever, people are standing by the office right now as we speak. 407-205-0400. Plenty of information is on the website as well. Youhavepower.com. I'm attorney Justin Clark, and I'll see you right back here next week for another edition of You Have Real Estate.